What is up, you guys? Satan Ma here. Um, I know it's pretty hot at the moment. I'm in the room. I'm in my own room, having the AC on. It's pretty great. But I wanted to get to talk about sports. So when I thought about this topic, it's been. When I think about sports, it's really just a lifesaver in my life, getting my mind to become different, become strategic about how life, how I can improve myself in a better way. And it's also ex- it's also because of exercise, active exercising, and it's one of those thing, one of those things that really influence that influence me to become better. Um, so there are sports that sports that I would love to talk about. You guys already know NBA, NFL, and MLB. If you guys don't know what the hell that is, it's so NBA stands for National Basketball Association, NFL stands for National Football League, and then MLB is Major League Baseball. So it's mostly just. All about the pro leagues, pretty much. But I think about these sports as if they were just people who are just athletes. That's all. That's how people can say it. But when I see the NBA, it was all traditional back then, like around two thousand. When I first started watching sports, like it was like only, I think the NBA, because my dad watches it, watches the Lakers most of the time, and they were winning around 2008 until they lost to Boston Celtics or something like that. And that kind that year, I think, is what brought me into watching sports. So watching LA Lakers or something like that, Los Angeles Lakers, and congrats for them to. Getting at Anthony Davis and all the free, all the free agent acquisitions, including the resignings, free agent acquisitions of Danny Green, Demarcus Demarcus Cousins, Troy Daniels, Avery Bradley. That's that's one I really like the most, and was and then also Jared Dudley. He's he's pretty funny too. But all those acquisitions that they made throughout the offseason, that was pretty cool, man. And definitely an opportunity for definitely an opportunity for them to succeed this season for the next season. But NBA, in the way, at the moment, it's it changes so much. It changed so much to traditional center, traditional power forward, to versatile positions of two-way players and I see that happening now more than ever all this having athlete basketball athlete basketball players that have long arms and long arms legs or like I know they can score threes but it doesn't sound fun when you're losing by just making if you're just if you're losing and you're having a like a 20 you're trailing by 20 or 10 you can't just make threes you gotta like lay it up or something like that 
a layup or go to the rim or just go to the free throw line. That's why I liked about the traditional. But these days, it's all about making threes and having the perimeter, perimeter defense. And when I look at defenses now, I don't like how they leave space open. And they should have strategies that have that can defend the paint or defend. I know you guys have two. I know players do two, three, two zone or two, three zone or one, three, one zone. But there are many different strategies that can be. I would love that I can rec- that I would love to like give opinion about, but. I'm not a professional at this, but I just think that it's the game has changed so much from the Kobe Bryant era to now just the Steph Curry era. I don't mean to diss LeBron or or any players, but I just feel like it's gone to that. You know, it's gone. I feel like the grit and grind. It's not. It's not there anymore. It's all about just defending perimeters or like having long, long arms, having a different physique, and just going coast to coast and going to transition. I can talk all about basketball, but it's like when I heard about, I heard about it. It was when I keep hearing about these players that are signing with, like, teams that have duels of superstars I just felt like the league has gone at that time I felt like the league the players I get it that they want to win rings but it's not there's not enough competition and what I liked about the Paul George and Kawhi Leonard acquisitions to the Clippers I think what they brought Honestly, I think it's a good competition to see who's the best duo or like what can they offer or what can the other team offer, you know, and it's definitely interesting to see what will happen next season and definitely for sure want to see. I definitely want to see when the clip one of the Clipper games of just both of them together and on their bench. Wow. It's pretty cool to see a team that knows how to grind together, knows how to work together. And I love the Lakers. I mean, I truly appreciate the Clippers, but the Lakers are still my team from ever since I started watching the Boston Celtics versus Lakers series. And that's brought me to watching a lot of NBA games and how to see different strategic offenses and defenses of how they communicate and also learning about the front office management it's definitely one of the aspects that I've been wanting that I definitely want to learn but honestly I haven't grown up haven't matured to even look at it but honestly the players these days are gone through social media and I feel like they're labeled as like 
celebrity athletes that you don't usually see that you see around because they're freaking tall they're really tall players and honestly it felt it feels like as if they're just trying they're going through a lot of times behind the scenes and i feel like social media is just a business kind of thing these days and the nba is considered as a business which i can't complain about that but i think there was one story about i think i was i was like a k-pop fan like if everybody knows i'm a k-pop fan like i think after seeing a k-pop concert or something like that i just went to the hotel to see if they were just there because i was just one of those fans who just wanted to see them like and get and be like hey what's up you know but i think there was one time when it was during that time when all the new orleans pelicans players were playing against the clippers at that time i think when chris paul was still with the clippers like griffin was still with the clippers and deandre jordan also so i think around that time i saw alexis balika i think ajinka yeah there you go sorry i apologize i apologize if i missed i apologize for that for the last name and i think around that time i also saw anthony davis and he was still he was injured still from his foot injury too and i think at that time i was just like losing it because like it's pretty cool to see a, like an nba player but it's like it's one of those opportunities that i had at that time i was pretty stupid to even try to confirm, try to take a picture with them and it was pretty messed up of me because i know they want to be prior about their lives too and I don't, I don't blame them because they're just trying to protect their guy you know and hopefully anthony davis if i get to meet you one day i apologize <laughs> i apologize for like being trying to ask you for that so, I definitely want to meet with you one day and just get lunch or dinner or something like that. That'd be cool, you know. But I feel like it's a fantasy for now. But I think all of these acquisitions from this year's this off season, I think it's freaking awesome how the league has changed to players going to different teams and it was it's pretty it was pretty crazy from day one that KD went to Brooklyn, Boom Kyrie went to Brooklyn, including DeAndre Jordan too. I don't know why he decided to go there. Because they already have their center in Jared Allen. But I'm I'm just speaking of some like in the way like a basketball fan would say, but it's like I think the league has changed to like duos now and that's why like to have competition every single every single with every single team and all these players now it's a different league and you have to be able to score it for the perimeter you can't it's not all about some players can shoot mid-range but most players can usually shoot threes now and it's kind of just like disappointing for me as a fan to even see perimeter offense 
I already get it. You want to shoot threes to get more points, but it's just like you can also shoot it from mid range and just to score from the rim, go inside the rim. I think that's what I'm used to the most than perimeter because it's not as if I'm dissing the perimeter, but I just felt like the league has to be more. I feel like the players should just shoot from like mid range to have a bit different. Different hot spots that you guys can have instead of just having hot spots on the perimeters. I don't know why I'm dissing about this perimeter off perimeters, like shooting threes. I just see three, I just see players shooting threes all the time, and it's kind of disappointing to me. To be honest, it's my opinion. It's just my opinion about it. And getting to me professional athletes, it's like they're private about their lives and I totally respect that, you know. They're retired, just want to live their lives, just want to be normal. You know, and I get it, you know. So it's, so it's not like I'm like dissing them for being private, but I totally understand. Uh, like, they're also, no, I mean, they're also normal people too, you know. They can't just be celebrities all the time. Celebrity athletes, per se. But definitely, it's just like, pretty cool to even see NBA players that are freaking and they're pretty tall like they look short on TV well once you once you get to see them live it's like damn they're freaking hella tall <laughs> like no kidding it's pretty cool though but NBA is one of the favorite sports that well it's, basketball it's just one of those things one of the sports that I enjoy watching and NFL it's definitely a family th- gathering thing we usually gather watching football and back then we had when Drew Brees and Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers too they were all in their primes at the time and that was one of those good years that I enjoyed watching them I think it's pretty cool to see how they have changed throughout the years. Now, Peyton Manning's retired. He's doing all the, all the insurance commercials, like nationwide insurance or something like that. Nationwide is on your side. I think, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing with it. I mean, it's just one of those old NFL players that decides to do like funny skits. But... Whenever I watch Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers can make clutch plays, man. And throughout the playoffs, too. It's pretty cool to see how he throws throws it in a way that nobody can do. Except for him or any professional professional football, professional quarterbacks. But I think my most favorite player would be Drew Brees. I think... I think he's a pretty cool quarterback and he's one of my favorite quarterbacks in this era because he knows the game and he knows the offense. He knows his own offense and to see him throw in the in a consistent in a consistent way, I think that's takes so much dedication to work. And that's pretty and it's pretty interesting how 
all these quarterbacks now they're just switching to red to rushing and it's pretty different but it's kind of hard to adjust to it and I think NFL now I just stopped watch I I stopped watching it because it just didn't interest me it just didn't interest me as much as before and all the good players that I watch they're pretty much gone and it's like the hell are these new, new quarterbacks for and I always think about that because I just haven't seen the years that all these quarterbacks in the different teams now I don't know if they if, if it's competitive anymore I feel like it's not you know but I can't say it as it is but I'm just saying it from my own opinion I hope you guys can understand that too so yeah well that's enough for NFL but the one sport that I'm interested with is baseball and I think there was one time I went to a baseball game with my uncle and we were just with my uncle, sister and cousin we were watching the the Dodgers against I think the Rockies at the time when James only was in the Dodgers uniform Matt Kemp, Andre Ethier were still with the Dodgers at the time and they were a good team too but I think they were in the rebuilding mode at the time um, like 2010-2011 season I'm not sure which season but when we started when I started watching I was like oh damn that's pretty cool to watch a game in the stadium but after watching like most of the games on like TV I started to grow into it and started to learn how to See the play, see the pitchers throw in a way that how can it be curved or like how can you have different velocities and stuff? And I just started watching it from there, and it was mostly just the Dodger games I always watch all the time. And and some and read the recent few seasons, like around 2016 through 2018, I started to become more interested watching it live and I thought it was pretty cool to have different player like to have a different perspective of how players play and I love watch I love the game and to see it grow to a different perspective of platoon players or like having different po- having a bullpen that can last you for a while, for a few, for a few innings or so. And I get it, baseball is pretty boring to in general, but I think it's pretty cool because you have chances to win the game. You have nine chances to win the game, pretty much. And I think that's a cool thing to see how these players set up, or like how do these players prepare for the game. And they're not always going to win the game. It's just how much preparation did they make. Of how can they be better. And also my favorite. Also my favorite player is Clint Kershaw obviously. But I think his velocity has gone down for a while. Since 
He's been suffering so many injuries throughout the recent few seasons. And including the World Series. I, I know he was good. He was like vintage. But now it's just like, how can he grow as a, as a better player to adjust? And watching these Dodgers now than before, it's so different. I actually think that the Dodgers can win this year, for sure. If they don't have like health issues with their play with their players, I think they can make it. It's just, just there's going to be so much adversity that comes through with losses, and I hope they can just at least go through a transition through that and learning how to grow from there. And I get it, and I get Dave Roberts is a good. Manager, but sometimes there are some there are some situations that I didn't I don't understand with his mind. I can't I can't say much because I'm just a fan of watching the Dodgers, and it was pretty cool to see Cody Bellinger step up and and be an MVP and having an MVP season too. It was pretty cool to see him go adjust his swing and there were plenty of games that his swing kind of sucked like it wasn't it was just like he rushed it or like he or he just couldn't see the ball or like how or his swing was just like too short or like was it was just too stressful for him but now ever since i saw or started watching the season like his swing has gotten so much better and that's the thing that i that that makes me think that the Dodgers are going to win this year. And Corey Seager too. Like his injury was just crucial. Because he's just gotten back from Tommy Johns. And you can't blame him for making errors during the games. Recent games. And you can't win. You can't just like. Recover all at once and. Be like hey I feel better. No but his game is still there. It's going to take him a little while. Throughout the season. Throughout the second half of the season. But the player that I have been interested in was Alex Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo. Yeah, there you go. He has his swing is pretty consistent with with what he offers throughout the games. And he's kind of having a good season too and his swing is consistent. It's not it's like he understands how to play the game well, and the offense is the offense is still there. But his outfield percent, his outfield throws are just crazy. And of course, I miss Yasiel Puig too, man. Like he was a good Dodger. No, don't blame, don't like, don't bash on me on that. But he was a good Dodger at that time too. But I hope he can go to a better team since he's with the Reds right at the moment for this season but hopefully he can get better and I think Alex Verdugo is a good player because he's consistent and he's confident in what he can do and hopefully this season he will become better in the next following season right, but I'm trying not to focus on the next season but this season I just hope 
the Dodgers can win this for for this season, win the World Series. I do love to see a rematch against the Boston Red Sox or or maybe the Yankees. That's one of the teams that I've been looking at recently. And they have a all-star stud roster in their team. And their pitching is pretty good too. It's Naka, CC Sabathia, and then and all the good and other all the other play, all the pitchers and players. But I think Astros is my number one team to see go against the Dodgers again this year. And that's the match I wanted to see happen. But hope to see the Dodgers win this year. And yeah, that's all I can say about that. Okay, so the last sport that I've been wanting to talk about is swimming. I think about swimming... I started swimming when I was like around high school around that time. I think I was a sophomore that year and it was like 2013 or something like that. So it was like six years ago. And when I first started, I before like before high school, I, I, I just couldn't swim at all. I was drowning. I, was, I just kept drowning when I tried to go to the deep end. And I couldn't even swim at the time because I didn't even know what to do. And when my mom told me about how she swam before, it brought me to an interest that, okay, I wanted to start swimming again. I want to try to learn how to swim. So 2013, I started working hard. I started putting my bot. I started working my bot off. I was learning how to like start with freestyle. And freestyle is my number one go to all the time now and it used to be about sprinting and like swimming freestyle freestyle all the time and 2013 it was just like a moment that I wanted to start working on different strokes that I should be that I wish I could be accustomed with but my worst stroke is breaststroke I can't even do breaststroke like it's so hard for me to even know how to kick or how to like go up and it's just definitely hard for me uh, so breaststroke is my overall weak stroke of every race but when I think about swimming it's it's a life changing moment that that in that year I was just going through a tough time honestly at that time where I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do for a sport. Because I've been trying to look for a sport. Like I'm trying to look for volleyball. I've been looking at volleyball. I've been looking for like maybe badminton or like football or something like that. Cause I was I was kind of I used to run a little bit fast a little bit. At that time it was just like I'm not good en- I wasn't good enough. So I wanted to give swimming a try. I've never done swimming and hopefully it changes me and so far it paid off and first of, and I just want to give a quick shout out to to this person that I, that I think that I'm thankful for for teaching me how to swim so I wanted to thank Stella Liang if you're out there I wanted to say thank you for 
changing my life and learn letting me learn how to swim or teaching me how to swim slowly one step at a time and i appreciate it a lot but when i started swimming throughout my sophomore year i was i was just getting ready to go further and become better and i just started practicing practicing harder i just start i just started like going through motion and started to put a lot of effort into swimming and it's become a different mindset at that time where it's just like i want i need to learn how to compete in races and I, i've been wanting to do that for a while and at that time i didn't want to do it so it was a huge step for me and it was great and throughout the few first few races i just felt like i didn't do good enough i wasn't good at doing this i was like what the hell am i doing wrong so i started practicing and I started to put my mind into it and now it was so much better than before when I first started. I couldn't swim at all when I did it. But at that time, throughout the end of the season, I just got it better. And I was one of the head. I was like one of the, one of the important, most important, I guess, important people to, for JV to, to even like win races for the, for the team and I just felt like I was that type of person like to have that confidence to lead something I was mostly in races for like 200 free or like 200 free 400 free relay or like 200 free relay in like high school in high school and I would want I would go I would to try my best every year that in that year too i think it was my second year it was junior year and i started seeing myself get better and to see myself go through different motions different transitions of my freestyling strokes and i just felt like i've gotten better at what i did at that time and going through the competitions and helped me learn how to find a different mindset how to find different strokes of how can I approach it in a way that I can go so I just wanted to do that of just being mad about it it's like at that time I was for some reason it was just like how can I get better at this and throughout the end of the season, I think we won first place for JV at that time. It was first place in JV around around at Sher High School. And it was just one of those moments It's like, damn, we fucking succeeded and we fucking made it. We made it through adversity. We made it through hardships. And it was just tiring for all of us. We wanted, we just, we all just wanted to go home honestly but we wanted to, I wanted to win something you know like I didn't want to go out and be sad and be left behind so I think there was a moment in the race that 
else. I think Alhambra was next. Alhambra High School was next to my lane. I was like almost through the end, or through the third lane. I was in the fourth lane, and Alhambra was in the third lane. So I was the anchor for the team, and so then I was the last person to swim. So I thought we weren't. We were just gonna. We were not gonna make it. I thought to myself that we're not gonna make it. And all of a sudden, when I just started swimming, I had this emotion in my mind where it's just like, I gotta win. I have to win for my team, and I needed. So I started swimming like fast, and I started to slow down first. I was like, "What the hell am I? What am I slowing down for?" And it was during the first 25. I was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna get this going first." I'm just gonna this this lap going first, and when I flipped over, I was a little bit ahead. I was like, okay, this is probably gonna be okay. I I I just need to keep the lead with him. So I started swimming a little bit faster, or like swimming like around the same pace as a hamburger guy. And throughout my mindset at that time, I was just like. I need. I need to do this carefully. I need to start pushing it. I can't let myself lose. I can't see myself. I can't see my team be sad about losing. So I was like, okay, I need to step up now. I need to start putting the. In, I need to start putting it. I need to start putting my effort now. I need to go all out since this is our last race together, and. I think the second half I was flipped. I flipped, and we were like above. And I, when I flipped, and I had the transition. I was just swimming through the wall, through the third lap. For some reason, I saw myself ahead. And I didn't even realize it, so I just started swimming further. But I started. I just started swimming, man. Like I didn't care about what the other person did. I just started swimming fast because I okay. I know this person is, is a little bit behind. I'm gonna try to swim a little bit faster, and I just started like from there. From there on, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get this lead. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win this for my team. I'm not gonna give up. So, I think throughout the last lap, I was I just started swimming. I just started sprinting throughout the whole the whole lap. And when I looked at our time, it was like, and then I looked. At, I pressed the clock. I think I I was like throughout the wall. I, I pressed the clock, and I just wanted to make sure I beat my own time, you know, because that's what it's all about. Like we're just trying, we're all trying to win, we're all trying to win, but we also want to be our own times. And there, I think throughout that time, I was like, it was my best record at that time. And I, when I looked at the board, I was like, what the hell? We're first. I was like, shit. <laughs> I never knew how much. I never knew we won, but at that time I was like, "Oh shit, holy crap!" And from there on, it was just during my senior year, I made it to varsity. I did I did 200 free? But I had injuries around 500 because it was at the wrong time. And I think throughout my throughout my senior season, I was just. Going through different injuries, nagging injuries that really affected me, and wanted to swim back for my team, and I just felt like I was—I lost those opportunities to swim against these swimmers that are 
top notch or like Olympic wise players, athletes, and yeah. But overall, those years that I've been with that I've been swimming, it's changes. It changes everything for me. It changed everything for me, and. I never get to imagine myself swimming so much, swimming so many laps, or like even trying to do freestyle for so many years. And I truly am thankful for that reason. I do want to thank all the swim, all the swim, all the swim teams, swim years that I've been, all the swim teammates I've been with throughout my high school years. Even though I was quiet at that time, I was like, I didn't care about what I, what other people think. I was like, thankful for what they have done, and to see their improvements throughout those years, it was pretty cool, you know. And to become a veteran at that time, it was just me trying to just do my job and just try to finish off. I think being an athlete. You're having this mindset of taking care of responsibilities, taking care of the locker room, or or just doing your job, or like try to be professional about it, try to have good sportsmanship, try and just just try to be cool with the player, be cool with athletes, man. I think that's the number one thing that changed about me. To have good sports sportsmanship, even though I am competitive, I still want to have good sportsmanship with the players and get to know them, you know. And I truly am thankful for those opportunities that have been given to me as as an athlete, as a former high school athlete. I do want to thank Miss Kangeta. I know John G. Hope you're out there. I want to say thank you, and then I want to thank Priscilla Cam. Too, for allowing me to swim distance free, and even though you were in my first, you're in my last year, I do want to thank you for for coaching me throughout that throughout the varsity season. I hope you guys are hope you guys are having good successful careers in your in the future in your future. And Missy, definitely miss you for every. Thank you. Want to thank definitely want to thank you for everything. That you have done for me and my sister throughout the years that we've been in high school, and wanted to give thanks for that. But I think throughout this lesson, the lesson in life about being an athlete is that you're always going to be shown in the spotlight, or you're always going to be known to be in the center of attention. But work behind the scenes no one knows about that and and that's how I think about life these days like I'd rather just work behind the scenes than to be in the center of the spotlight but also to prove myself that being an athlete is not always about being the center of attention it's always about the hard work that we put in and the people who have been there for us and my mom was my contributor to my life 
she was the glue to what I can swim with, which is freestyle mostly. And she's taught me about being a good, being a good person to people. And throughout those years that she's given her time to buy something for us, to buy something for the team, that's what it, that's what how thankful I am for her throughout those high school years to even give strangers or friends that I know like a gift, a comfort. But honestly. Sports and exercising in general have been a major part of who I am. Whenever I watch baseball, whenever I watch NBA or football, I analyze things in a different way that no other people can. And including my uncle too. We talk about the games all the time. And we talk about LA Dodgers or like NHL, LA Kings too. And we talk about sports most of the time. Like how how the Dodgers are winning or how their games kind of sucked or something like that. Um, we're, we're huge fans of Dodgers. We're all fans. We're all LA fan, sports fans. And that's how cool it is to have a, a different community of sports fans that can relate and, and some of them can be pretty shitty but some fans can be shitty but there are fans that know the game that are older that seems to watch the game more often I think that's it's a different community that I appreciate about but before ending this podcast I definitely feel that being a former high school athlete it's a blessing that my life has changed because of it and I am still swimming current I'm, I'm current I'm still swimming currently like I've been going to the pool that I always swim at, which is Roseby, the Roseby pool. And I truly want to. Th- I'm truly am grateful for this gift, and I am using it in a way that it's gonna help me to get better and exercise and exercise myself to get to lose weight, to become more active, to become active. And it will never go away for sure. And definitely wanted to give that opportunity as a mission or anything that fulfills that void of sadness in my life. It's become a stress reliever. It's become a hobby of mine. And 
for sure it's not like it's not what most people think of me but i truly enjoy swimming and i truly enjoy sports in general and it's my main thing that i would talk about mostly mostly but as an asian american man i loved i love the sports i love i love how sports can influence people to get up and strive greatness but let me end this podcast with something that's been on my mind for and I know it's really just about just being yourself, but the things that we all set in mind is that it's it's our energy. That passion for sports is our energy. And sometimes we feel that towards us, towards each other. And we can feel it when we set it through the timeline of improvement it's basically our yin and yang and there are some things sports can be good about some sports it can be bad about but at the end sports is my energy and I can feel it towards coming towards me to become better as a person and as a former athlete and to improve myself as an individual but thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast hope you all are having a good day stay cool and I think I'm gonna get myself back into fit into shape and just try to do my best so stay cool you guys and Hope to see, hope to talk to you guys in the next episode. All right, bye bye.